Hi, this is Alba, and welcome to my podcast channel. My website is sacredspacehealing.org. At sacredspacehealing.org, I specialize in full healing, inner child healing, sacred union, soulmate, and twin flame union healing, and life purpose work. Website again, sacredspacehealing.org. So today's podcast is part of the Money series. And today we are focused on clearing debts. So the Money Series is a series of podcasts that I've started on this channel. Uh, Please check out the other podcasts as well. Today we're looking at clearing debt. So by this I mean not just clearing, you know, your physical debt, as in making sure that your bills are paid on time, but clearing emotional debts as well. And why do we do this? We do this because if we are in a frequency of debt, i.e. you owe someone something, you're in a frequency of lack. You're in a frequency of needing to repay. And so that frequency of debt, that frequency of needing to repay is going to have a knock-on effect in terms of how easy it is for you to start to manifest abundance in your life. So you're really bringing yourself back to your divine state, to zero state consciousness, to that place where all your debts are paid up, you energetically are paid up debt-wise, and you're in alignment with your greatest good. So simple practices are making sure that your bills are paid on time. Now, obviously, if finances are a worry, what we tend to do is not pay our debts on time, not pay our bills on time, start to freak out, start to contract, start to hold on to. But I would say the way around this is just a budget, is to not see this as a debt, is to see this as flow of energy. As you put out money into the world, it is going to come back to you because that is the law of the universe. What you put out is returned to you. So if you're withholding money, say you owe a friend, you owe a family member, you owe a bill, if you're withholding that money, you're in a state of withholding and therefore that is your frequency. So money will be withheld from you. So the first thing to do is to get your bills out and to start to actually budget. What can you afford to pay on time? What do you need a bit more time to pay? Who can you have a chat with? Who can you create an installment plan with? A lot of companies are really supportive. Some aren't, but it's for you to navigate the companies that are going to support you and those that aren't. The ones that aren't need to be on the top of your repayment list, if you like. Have those conversations. Don't put them off and don't think that, Not having those conversations is somehow better. It's uncomfortable, but as you move through the discomfort, you're going to start to feel a sense of empowerment. So it's perfectly feasible to ring up a credit card company and to say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm having financial difficulties at the moment. If you're self-employed, perhaps work is leaner for you. Perhaps you've been laid off from a job, something like that. You know, explain your situation and say, I will be back in employment in the next couple of months or I'm actively seeking employment at the moment. Is there something that we can do to work out a payment plan? So I'm still repaying you, but not at such a high rate of interest because I actually feasibly can't do this. If you're finding that your credit card debts, for example, are crippling you, have a conversation with the credit card companies. Ultimately, they want to get paid. They don't really want to take you to court. Like They don't really want to go through that whole system. They just want their money and they'll do whatever they can do to get it. But it's for you to navigate how you pay that money. And a lot of times, a lot of credit card companies will be very sympathetic. Not always, but often. The most important thing is that you will feel better having had that conversation because at least you know what the lay of the land is. If a credit card company is saying to you, we absolutely can't help you, you have to pay this amount on this on this time, 
time every month, then you know that that needs to be your priority and everything else is going to have to take second or third place until you clear that debt. But as you clear that debt, as it starts to whittle down, you're going to feel so much better. And that is going to have a shift on your vibration. So if you find that your financial debts are something that you can't negotiate your way out of, as in you have to make certain payments at certain times of the month, then the next place to go to is your emotional debts. So where are you indebted to someone? Where have you not repaid your debt to someone? Now, it could be perhaps there is unsaid stuff between you and a friend or a family member. Maybe you're holding on to a resentment to do with someone. Maybe you have a grudge. Maybe you have anger towards someone in your life. Maybe there's people in your life, in your childhood, in your past, exes, family members, and so on, that you haven't forgiven or you haven't let go of. And that is creating a sort of stuck energy in your energy field. So for your own safety Uh, peace of mind and financial health, what you're going to do is clear these debts. The first thing to do is is get a piece of paper and write down everyone that you feel you have a grievance with in your life. Then write out the story for each person. You know, why do you feel aggrieved for this person? This is quite a long process, so take your time. Once you've got to that story for each person work your way through it and ask is there truth to that story as in is it your truth is it a fundamental divine truth is it god's truth is it your higher self's truth that this person was trying to attack you or hurt you or steal from you or punish you in some way often it's not a truth often the truth is is that the person that we perceived as hurting us was disconnected from love from their higher self from their god state so the truth isn't that they set out to hurt you the truth is that they're hurt and they know nothing better than to hurt other people for example so work your way through those statements those stories to see are those stories actually true or are they stories that you're telling yourself for example you're in a relationship you split up with someone and three months later, your ex is dating someone else. Now, the story that you might create is, um, I gave my love to this person, they rejected me, and they chose someone else over me. Now, that's not necessarily a truth, that's your perception of what's happened. What's actually happened is a relationship didn't work out and the other person's moved on, but just because they've moved on doesn't mean that they've rejected you or that you're not good enough or that they were playing you or they were out to use you. That's just a story that you're telling yourself that's keeping you in a state of woundedness. How could you change that story so it becomes more empowering for you? How could you make that story something that's positive? How could you become the leading man or the leading woman in your own film? So you could change that story by saying, I met a wonderful person, we dated for a number of months, I had a great time. These are all the wonderful things that I learned from this relationship. This person has now moved on and it is time for me to move on to something along those lines. I don't know what your uh, particular stories are, but it's about taking those stories and reframing them so that you become the hero or the heroine of your own story rather than the victim. So do that with all the people in your life and then make a list of everyone that you feel in some way you need to repay. Now it could be that you might have aggrieved them or hurt them in some way. It could be that you might have had malicious thoughts, you might have gossiped about them. So make a list of those people and make a list of what you feel would be appropriate repayment. Now in some cases, and this is make this is reparation, this is making amends. So in some cases, it is appropriate to have that conversation, to meet up for that cup of tea or that that drink and to say I'm sorry for what I did 
But in other cases, it's not appropriate because that's going to cause more damage and it might be traumatic for you or the other person. So have compassion and self-love when you're actually going through this list. Who is it going to be the most empowering and loving to contact and who is it better that you don't contact and you just do this work energetically? Energetically then, it's about going into a state of meditation, it's finding whatever your practice is, whether it's meditation or journaling or something like that, and connecting with our higher self and asking for forgiveness. You can also use the Ho'oponopono exercise, I love you, I thank you, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And you can do that for that person, meditating on your connection with that person. Work your way through the list and then anyone that you feel that you need to have that physical world contact with, approach them and see what happens. But be prepared that they may not want to meet with you. So be prepared to need to send a text maybe or an email or a letter to apologize. And as long as you're doing it from a place of love and compassion and truth and authenticity, then you surrender it up, whether it's received or not is by the by, you have repaid your debt. This is quite a long process and I've run you through it in a very brief number of minutes. But this is a process of repaying our debts. And it's important that we do this so that we're not in the frequency of debt. Because if you're in the frequency of debt, all you're going to attract is more debts. All you're going to attract is, is more karma, if you like, to clear. But this is, this, is, this is clearing your burdens. Obviously, I think in this process, it's really important that we take ownership. But it's equally important that we have someone that's holding space for us. So don't feel that if it's overwhelming, if some of these debts are to do with family trauma, abuse, some really some very traumatic things that have happened to you don't feel that you have to wait, work your way through this on your own please seek out help my website is www.sacredspacehealing.org and it's what i do i hold space for those that wish to go to the next level so the transformation calls are ideal for work like this in an hour's call we can work through a lot we can blast through a lot in two hours we can go even deeper very deep, in fact, and two-hour calls are deeply transformative. Most people who have one two-hour call with me don't need to have another session with me ever or, you know, for months and months and months on end. So it's powerful, powerful work, sacredspacehealing.org. But regardless, find yourself a coach, a friend, an ally, someone who can hold the space for you, keep you grounded, be a bit of a sounding board as you're working through your debts. As you work through your debts, you're clearing space. And as you clear space, you raise your frequency to the one of receiving, to one of abundance, to to one of wealth. And that's where you want to be in terms of a frequency. You can't be attracting money into your life. That steady, that steady stream that is always there, you can't be connected to it if you're connected to the stream of debt because it's a lower frequency and the two, it's it's it's... Water and oil, the two just won't mix. So clearing your debts is the next stage to financial abundance. I wish you much joy and power with this practice to clear your debts and clear the way for true abundance to come your way. If I can assist you, please have a look at my website or send me an email, amber at sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love and abundance. And so it is until the next time. So it is, and so it shall be.